Welcome to the Moon and You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. You are invited to lean in and listen to conversations and content that elevates and educates in hormones, financial literacy, menopause, esoteric subjects about the moon, stars and ancient medicines with the intent to grow and find peace within the female body. As always, and in the spirit of reconciliation, I acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I pay my respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the Moon and You. Welcome back to the podcast. My guest today is Elisa Scott, a.k.a. the Tea Lady. Her motto is, out of adversity, anything's truly possible. Elisa Scott endured 17 years of domestic violence. She has physically, mentally and emotionally abused, homeless, bullied and hated Rising from adversity, Elisa set her sights on becoming a serial entrepreneur in the corporate and philanthropic world. In 1999, Elisa launched Elisa Scott Recruitment with no applicants or any clients. Elisa worked hard and retired at 40 years old, debt-free. During this time, Elisa raised a son and three stepdaughters with her then-husband, In 2011, Elisa and her team launched a charity for the homeless and less fortunate in Australia. Using the pay it forward and random acts of kindness model, Elisa, Kylie and Kerry serviced Australia, then Madagascar, the poorest country in the world, and Papua New Guinea, launching social enterprises to support remote communities. Elisa is known, as I said before, as the tea lady. Elisa dreamt, created and developed a natural alternative in a chemically driven world for all stages of menopause. Another community affair from the tea makers to to the tea packers creating jobs for women living domestic violence, suffering mental health issues and also the disabled in wheelchairs with, with a percentage donated to Ovarian Cancer Australia. Elisa has touched many lives all over the world. It is my absolute honour to have her here on the podcast. Welcome, Elisa. Wow, what an introduction. When I was listening to you speak, a little bit teary there, um, I was like, wow, that woman's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This woman I'm speaking to right now is really incredible and I'm so grateful I found you. I Thank have you. just recently purchased a trial pack of your teas. I haven't got them yet, so I understand that they're on my post office box right now and I am so excited to try them my first question to you um, is how did you discover that these herbs on your website you have a list of the herbs and we'll go through them in a moment but how how did you know these herbs when infused as a tea would work on menopausal women did you experiment on yourself uh so it all came to me as a dream you know i'm related to um madame langdon from the 1800s as i'll let you know (laughs) who was a medical herbalist and a fortune reader and now I'm like the tea lady and yeah and an international palm reader so it's incredible I was just lying in bed and then the next day I woke up and if you're in the spiritual world you totally understand this that my hand just went over the keyboard you know I I was laughing the other day because I was at secretarial college 
storytelling. And uh, many years ago when I was like 17, 18, and the little old granny that was teaching me to type, she's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, oh, I'm happy to be a PA, but I'm not making any tea. I hate tea. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, So it was a dream. And then again, the lady who came to me in my sleep to change the donations from breast cancer to ovarian cancer, she had piercing Oh, her eyes were insane, this amazing, like, orange-red hair. She shook my foot and then um, said to me, um, can you change the donations over from breast cancer to ovarian cancer? I was like, what's that? And uh, she mm. said one in four women die. My sister passed away. And mm. so, yeah, I got up the next day and did that. I had pretty much action my life um, and uh, lived to the beat of my own drum. Anyone mm. that knows me, I take no prisoners. Getting back to the actual herbs that you use, so on your website you yes. have them listed, and if I butcher the names, please forgive me and correct me. The first one is black cohash. Cohosh, yes. Cohosh, wild yam, skullcap, withania Indian ginseng and red clover. Apart from wild yam, I have not even heard these ones, except for ginseng, yes, do yeah. you want to briefly go through each one of these ones as to, sure. like, how did you discover these ones? Did this come in a dream as well or did you study it? And Yeah, it was it was so bizarre because these are five recommended herbs for menopause. I've got an innovation patent on the product from the Australian government as well, mm. which I'm really proud of. Yes. So with the black cohosh, you know, it gets bagged out, that poor little herb all over the world. Because when you do your research, you'll see that one woman drank copious amounts of it and basically blew out her own insides out. Oh, and so, right. you know, whenever that anyone looks at my ingredients, they'll go, oh, no, not black homosh. Right, okay. And um, it's like a pinch of salt, the ingredients that I've got, you know. Mm. Point five of a gram, and that's fantastic for hot flushes. Mm. You've got the skull cap for your brain, the red clover also. All the list of the ingredients and the benefits are all on the internet. Yes, they are. And um, we all love wild yam. You know, I've had women ring me and go, why have you got a potato in your tea? And I'm just like, oh, my goodness gracious me. <laughs> so, so, what, so what we're saying is that um, your, your ability to put the teas infused in the just the right amount is yeah. what makes it magical. And I think that's worthy of a patent so i agree because if you if you've come up with a, a a list of ingredients that used in the right amount does work yes. uh, that's what i'm so excited for because yes i was on hit for six weeks and you challenged me you said sue get off it and i got on it six weeks ago and i told my doctor tell, i wanted tell it the listeners what your doctor said to you as as though it was putting putting you on about the stroke. Yeah, well, she I asked her to put it on onto me for the first thing. So my GP is quite a, a wonderful woman, but she said to me, Susie, remember that um, you you are a bit heavy. You've got ten kilos on more than what you should, and so uh, HRT side effects are stroke. Um, <laughs> I went. I mean that that would be it. That's it. You should say, oh well, therefore I'm not going to go on that. But um, I was in such a desperate desperate space or place and I went oh, okay I'll just give it to me um you know and I believe spiritually I was led to you my friend because you yeah. said to me Susie get off it straight away and and I thought okay um 
and we're you, complete and strangers. And I gave you a roasting. <laughs> you did give me a roasting. You know, there's a beautiful woman in Melbourne and she had a stroke and she called me. She's like, I can't have the black cohosh. I said, don't worry, I'll make you the tea bags from scratch. Mm. And I set out all the ingredients in the kitchen. I've got my scales and my partner comes home and goes, this looks like a bloody drug lab. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't matter because it's not about the money. It's about, you know, it's a dollar a tea bag. And so when I'm insulted by a woman going into the shops and she sees $10 for 10 tea bags, she can use them three times. What value? That's 33 cents a cup. What can you buy? Because it's not about me. It's not about, it's about your health and creating a community around this incredible product. Mm. You know, I've had women call me and they'll say things like this, Sue, oh, why can't I have it in a teapot? And I'm like, well, you won't get the abundance of each individual herb that has the Mm. impact when it hits Mm. for your head to your toe. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the results are there, you know, and I I, want to thank Kim Grant because he's so gorgeous. Um, When I took my idea to the tea maker who makes my tea bags, he goes, oh, minimum order, 10000 And I was like, I can't afford that. And I said, you know, what, what is the littlest you do? And he goes, all right, I'll make you 2,000 tea bags. Well, back then, six years ago, that was huge. I was like, I have no sales, I have no customers, <laughs> and I've got yes. 2,000 tea bags to get yeah. rid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the beauty is that I employ the homeless I employ mm, mm. women living in cars. I employ, you know, people in um, wheelchairs to pack the tea. And it's a beautiful community affair. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. It. That That's one of the things that inspired me. And so there's, there's two prongs to this podcast or this interview for me is the, it's the business side of it and it's humanity side. And actually there's three. There's the um, the natural path for women if they choose to take that there's the entrepreneurial you know and then there's the giving it's the giving that you have which is the the people that you invite in to to help work with you now before I move on to those three prongs I want to ask you before you had your teas what Mm. menopause symptoms did you have and were you doing anything prior to the teas Okay, so there was about 40, there's about 40 symptoms for menopause. Mm. So I can catch you all out there when you come out and just say hot flashes, anxiety, you know. <laughs> I, I work in the menopause training. <laughs> you know, there is so much to the menopause subject. You've got your perimenopause, your menopause, and your postmenopause. Mm. And um, so my symptom, which is a really strange one to get, with sore breasts. So I was walking around the shops like Dolly Parton. I was like, get out of the way, everyone, don't come anyone near me. My boobs, they're so huge. Can't you see them? Just please go away. You know, and, and my partner, you know, I tested all these herbs on him. He's like, am I going to get new boobs? What's going to happen to me? You crazy woman. You know, and everything in the earth we've been given to operate it's big pharma, unfortunately, that have got in the way. They say, you need a pill. You've got to have a quick fix. You've got to have that drug. Oh, yeah. please. I've gone through menopause. I'm 54. And I did it by really concentrating on my head to my toe. What is in my diet? You know, what's on me? Am I a chemical bomb before I've even walked out the door? Yes. What's in my toothpaste? 
Uh, there's a there's a, something wonderful on your website too. Um, it says natural treatments for menopause. And just let me just explain to the listener. There is how many? There's about five things I wanted to share. The first one is eating health food. Now that is so different. That that statement in itself um, means a lot to a lot of people. So you say cha- uh, changes in your diet add replacing. Fatty foods can help combat menopause symptoms. Here are some of the best ones that you should add to your meals. Now, you've got high in phytoestrogens, helps with estrogen imbalance, rich in antioxidants like dark and green leafy vegetables, as well as bright-hued fruits, has calcium and vitamin D. And now this is the kicker for me. In addition, avoid, avoid immediately my my it's like no i gotta give something my ego comes involved and goes oh i gotta give something up do i so avoid refine doesn't say give up it just says avoid are they the same things yes anyway doesn't say listen it says avoid refined sugar and processed food as well as alcohol and caffeine now you are absolutely 100 percent correct However, in saying that, caffeine is an addiction, alcohol is an addiction, processed food is an addiction, sugar is an addiction. So the first thing that we have to, or I have to come to grips with, is the fact that I have an addiction to these things. Can your tea support me in my addictions as well? Just start off really slowly. Hmm. I'm a very much an all or nothing person. But I, I walk through women with endometriosis, uh, survivors of breast cancer, prostate cancer on the T now, and it's a very delicate transition. So when I start the process of when the universe brings me somebody, it's sort of like, okay, let's run through what, what's been happening. What are you drinking before bed? <laughs> oh, it's a bottle of red and a, bo- <laughs> a block of chocolate. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, you know, and then what will happen is they'll go Monday, Tuesday on the tea and then they'll get pissed on Wednesday, play tennis oh. on Thursday, forget the tea bags. I've seen it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I make them accountable. Yeah. Only if they want it. Yeah. You know, only if you want it, Sue, yeah. I'll walk by your side because I'm living mm. proof. Mm. Yes. Alleviating all those. Yeah. Oh, I've got to share this with you. <laughs> this crazy chick. She goes, hey, I'm going to get pissed on Saturday night. I'm going to have pina coladas. I said, well, don't ring me Monday Yeah, <laughs> because of all that sugar and the yeah. coconut milk and the good old Malibu, you know. Yeah. You, you're absolutely right because I've just taken on board three days of gym work, Monday, Wednesday and Friday mornings. Awesome. Yeah, I have um, – I have really poor cardio. I mean, I've been doing yoga for six years and I feel strong, but my cardio is shit, seriously. And so for me to lose weight and to get myself, you know, happening, I've got to do that. And it does take effort. But I find that if I just do it without even having a conversation with myself, I don't allow the ego to come in and go, oh, you really want to do that today? I actually have eliminated a lot in my diet. That's the first thing that I would encourage our listeners to do is to eat health. First of all, get your tea. Second thing is eating healthy food. Third one is exercise. And I've just shared with you what I've been doing. I think Um, it's fabulous. Even if you just walk around the block. I was an alcoholic for God knows how long. And mm. how did you give up? How did you give up as an alcoholic? How did you do it? I, um, all or nothing. 
I was going to lose my son, so I just went, no, I'm never drinking again, and I never have, and that was like 2006. I knew I had a problem because I love drinking. And, um, mm. you know, I was drinking every night. I was drinking Maui champagne on Monday nights. <laughs> and um, I just couldn't stop. And I met this homeless guy on the side of the road. And he goes, can I fill up your car with oil? And I said, why? And he said, oh, I, I'm in AA and I, I like to help people. And I went, oh, really? <laughs> and then I went and got a case of crownies and went home and started on the piss. And I was drinking because I was so sad from my past. Mm. and hiding the sadness that's the real reason I drank and it just became out of control mm. where I just was drinking like from lunchtime onwards you know or, right. and all weekend you know yeah yeah and um so anyway what happened was when I was going to lose my son I decided to start at the top of the tree with a clinical psychiatrist, 600 bucks an hour. <laughs> Most people start with a doctor and a counsellor and AA. But I went straight to the top and reversed it down. And he said to me, no, you don't need to be. <laughs> You're an intelligent woman. you just got to stop drinking and, uh -huh. um, and yeah. detox your liver. And if mm. you really want to, pop into AA. And I thought, I'm going to AA. What a great place to go. Oh, wow. And um, okay. I love AA because you just go there and you meet all these beautiful people and some people have to go every day, some go part days and stuff. And then I had my four-year anniversary of not drinking, so I ended up going back to AA and seeing everyone and saying hello. And, oh. yeah, no, it's a good place because they're, they're such <laughs> characters of life. Alyssa, you are incredibly honest and and beautiful. Thanks for sharing that because there's a lot of people who struggle with that and they drink um, that, hidden. You know, and yeah. and life, life's hard and Life you and I are about the same age and we were always party hard, mm. you know. Mm. Mm. And the thing is <laughs> I've got a beautiful lady, um, her girlfriend rang me and she said, listen, she's a pisshead, don't get her off the grog, but we've got to get her focused on your team. <laughs> But that's the thing. You can't have you can't, you've got to get off the grog in order for the tea to work. No, yeah, she she just was like, uh, I said, what are you drinking? She goes, don't think I'm giving up the piss. And I said, no, that's all right, mate. I said, we'll just walk along together with the tea. And um, anyway, I moved her off the old pot wine and because there's so much sugar and preservatives that yeah. bring on the flushes to vodka. Yeah. And, um, that is my oh, chosen never, one. That is my chosen drink yeah, as well. Yeah, so there's no yeah. sugar, and if you have to hit the piss, that's probably the best one. Yeah. And um, a few ladies like the old gin, but mm. uh, I'm mm. after that. And uh, so anyway, I got this beautiful video. Here's cheers to the tea lady. <laughs> her tea bloody works on vodka. <laughs> and um, that's her new drink, and her life has really changed. Mm. Oh, just incredible what the other things that we work together down mm. in Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, just oh, to see good. her now, she's incredible. She's through menopause. She just stuck with my tea. Yep, yeah. She's probably my biggest disciple down there. And, you know, even to get women off sleeping tablets and mm. oxycodone. Get what women off all smoking. tablets. I love it. I love yeah. the challenge of it. I love mm -hmm. it too. Third thing that you say on your on your website was that soak in sunlight. Now, this really caught my eye because the last two years – what I've been doing is I lay naked in my backyard in the sunlight. <laughs> this is what you say. Although you can get vitamin D from some foods, 
Nothing can beat the amount and quality that the sun can provide. Step outside and stand there for 5 to 15 minutes to get the best results. Now, when I say to people, I lay naked out in the sun for at least 20 minutes, they go, oh, what about skin cancer? And I'm kicking, stop. That is just a scaremongering tactic. Correct. So do not listen to that. Sure, if you're out for like three hours in the midday sun and you get burnt and you get burnt every single day of your life, sure, you're going to get skin cancer because you're damaging your skin. I'm talking about, or you would say five to 15 minutes a day, lay out in the sun. And when I leave the sun, I feel like as if my battery has just gone and I feel so much better. I personally believe the sun is energy. We are energy. It is nature. That is how we get our vitamin D and anything else that we need to survive in this world is through nature. I don't go through third-party pills. so much medicine in rainforests. There's medicine and mushrooms still to be discovered. Yes, yes. Everywhere you look around, everything that we need is on the earth. It's Mm. the materialistic Mm. consumption Mm. that we're led to believe we need. Mm. Look at my beautiful guys up in Africa, Papua New Guinea and Madagascar. Mm. They have the most amazing smiles and Mm. they've got absolutely everything. I met this incredible guy out in the Maasai village Mm. and I said to the young fella, "Um, can I ask you a question? And he said, yeah. And I said, are you happy? And he goes, yeah, I'm really happy. Mm. The size, the smile, the size of the moon. Mm. And I said, But you have nothing here and you've got to walk so far to get your water. And he goes, No, you've got it wrong. I have everything. I've got my community and I've got my family. And really, when you look after each other, you've got everything. I'm governed by the moon. Yes. The sun provides everything that we need it grows our vegetables i mean everyone's smiling when the sun's out mm. especially your butt smiling <laughs> <when> the sun's <laughs> out <laughs> there's nothing better i tell you what but see as um as women of mid-50s sometimes i can only speak for myself of course but the libido does sort of wane a bit but when you're naked out in the sun and your breasts are exposed and your nipples are exposed to the sun i can tell you now it is the most exhilarating thing because it just comes alive your libido comes alive and you get heat and you get hot and for for women that's really good because it generates the heat and you get a little bit aroused and think oh there's a little bit of libido happening there because of the sunlight the next one i want to talk to you about is really important dry vaginas do you want to talk about dry vaginas no um before we go into vaginal dryness i want to talk to you about getting enough sleep Um, So when we sleep, our body repairs itself. That is why it's important to have a good rest at night. Sleep reduces stress and improves our mood. Now, I have to admit, on hormone replacement therapy, that was the one thing that stopped. I actually got an eight-hour sleep. But the consequence of HRT for me was my breasts were so big and sensitive. This is why I've come off it as well, that I couldn't even touch my – my husband couldn't even touch my – no one – I couldn't do yoga on the floor – so now after how many days since I've met you? Four days <clears throat> I've been off it. My favourite number. My, my breasts have, have settled down now. But I've noticed right. that my sleep, though, I, I wake up now at 2 o'clock in the morning again. Now, I don't know whether it's placebo, whether I've thought, well, now I'm off it, I'm going to wake up at 2 o'clock, and my brain then goes, wake up at 2 o'clock. That can happen. 
The placebo effect is very strong. My question about the tea, mm. the menopausal tea, what herb in, in it that helps with sleep? That's a very good question. And the skull cap, because you know the words, the skull and the cap? Yes. Quietens the mind, quietens anxiety, That if you've got that, all the worries, you know, and with the combo that's in there, it just works from head to toe through the gut first and out into the body. I sound like I'm like meditating you all. I do. I have, I'm, a, I'm quite and, calm um, now. <laughs> you know, and that's one of the biggest uh, answers. Oh, sorry, the feedback, sorry, is that, People are sleeping and when you have your sleep, because you know what it's like to be sleep deprived, you have very strange thoughts, Mm. don't you? Yes. And that's why I think there's been a lot of suicide around menopause. Sleep deprivation is a, a torturous thing. They use it for torture. I know that when I have had, I woke up every two hours because my bladder was very weak. I had a lot of UTIs, a lot of um, urinary tract infections. And this is when I was in perimenopause. I had a lot of urinary tract infections. And I thought that I had cancer of the bladder. I had my cystoscopy thinking, and she has no, but you've just got a very thin lining in your bladder, which happens, aka, when you're in perimenopausal and menopause, you get your thin bladder. So therefore, that's why you go to the toilet often. In my case, mm-hmm. anyway, and um, so that was that's another reason why I'm keen for these teas to try and help me with my sleep. I would like to now shift a little bit, and I want to talk to you about how did you motivate people who were homeless and who were in domestic violence and all these people to come and work for you? And that's an incredible story, and it's a such a giving way. I mean, I would never have thought to have done that. How did you do that? And what, what's the mechanism behind that? Oh, you know, I'm very much like if I come up with this idea, I'm like, now I've got to work out how I'm going to do this. And I, I look for signs in the universe, you know, I'm followed by the number four, which means angels, and then mm. followed by wheelchairs, pictures of wheelchairs. Like I got out in Africa and this bloody uh, van pulled up, out came the ramp and three birds got out in a wheelchair. And I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> I'm going to share my wheelchair story with you and then you'll probably understand. I don't know what it is. I just, like, do shit. I don't really think about shit. And I'm the Gordon Ramsay of the teabag. I'll throw that in as well. (laughs) (laughs) Because I swear like a trooper, whoever knows me. (laughs) Anyway, I want to share this with you. So I met this bloke in Pitt Street and he had no legs and just one arm and his wheelchair was broken. I said, oh, don't worry, I'll get you another wheelchair. I went into this wheelchair shop in Nasquith near Hornsby and I said, oh, have you got any wheelchairs? And he said, yeah, I've got one, but it's 300 bucks. And I said, well, I've got no money in the charity, so uh, you're just going to have to give it to me. And he goes, no, I'm not. And I said, I'll give you my Rod Stewart CD if you give me the wheelchair. And he goes, all right. So he gives me the wheelchair <laughs> and I take it to John. John's now got a new wheelchair and off he goes. Oh. And um, anyway, this man called Gary watched this story and he went to Burma on a holiday and he met a man with no legs and in the gravel bits down there um, when he goes to work it all bleeds and stuff and Gary Mm. said oh is there anything that you want and he goes I really would like a wheelchair and he goes leave it with me Gary comes back to Sydney calls me up and he says any chance of a wheelchair and I said fuck off Gary what am I the bloody wheelchair specialist (laughs) the world anyway I'm so proud to let you know that this wheelchair went from (laughs) Berkeley Vale to Budgiewoy to Willoughby to Sydney Airport some random woman picked up the wheelchair put it on the flight, which was free to, was Thai Airways, went over to Burma. A village guy came out, 
picked up the wheelchair. Now my boyfriend with no legs goes to work in a wheelchair. And that was all done with free and random acts of kindness and pay it forward. That's how I live my life, ladies and gentlemen. That's Um, a great story. So the homeless, um, well, I'm always out on the streets and I know homeless people. I talk to them because they're just like people like you and me. And Mm. I pick them up and only if they want to. And I reconnect their families if that's what they want or get them a job or launch their own business. Mm. And I've launched businesses in the poorest country, mm. Madagascar. Is that with and, the teas? Um, Is that with the teas? What sort of business in Madagascar do you do? That was a um, hairdressing salon. Get and, out of um, here. Now, uh, yeah, it was such a phenomenal experience. The women on the Central Coast have come on with my crazy ideas. Oh. I just... Uh, I don't know. I just come up with these incredible things. So I want to share this with you. So this homeless bird rings me, right? Mm. And she goes, I need some money. I said, where are you? And she said, I'm on the in the gutter in Sydney. And I said, well, hey, have you got a phone? And she goes, yeah. And I said, all right, I'll send you my list of shops. You ring them up. I dare you. <laughs> so anyway, Richie Saigio, guess who told you? <laughs> my beautiful homeless lady. Mm. And they will never know because it's not what you look like. Mm. It doesn't matter where you live. All that matters is you give it a go. Yep. And um, why not? Why not? I've got homeless chicks calling my shops. I've got beautiful factory down on the central coast, the disabled guys. My God, I need to tell you something. This is so freaking cool. Tell me. If you get a delivery from me and it's squashed. Yep. The disabled in the wheelchairs that pack my tea, they get so excited to see my tea arrive. They've got a job. They squash the box. <laughs> I was like to Anthony, oh, my God, the box is squashed. And he goes, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? I said, more to the point, what are you going to do about it? He goes, well, that's just the way it is. And I went, shit. So, yeah, it's pretty funny now. So you may get a box that's squashed, but who gives a shit? Oh, yeah. What we create jobs. It, we've got yeah. so many gorgeous people behind the scenes laughing. Mm. They created this incredible little um, piece of cardboard, darling, and they've put lines. And so when they shake to put the tea on it, they don't, like, have to count pop mm. the tea in the bo- uh, squares and they know they've got ten, so there's yeah. never a miscount. And you can feel the love. In the tea. Oh, yeah. So I love that about you. And I'm just so excited to be on this journey with you. I'm going to have to wrap it up soon, but I just wanted to ask you one thing. Do you have, you said you take women on journeys. So do you have like a program or an e-book or just do people actually buy something that they can go step by step? For example, how to eliminate addictions and do you help them with that or what food are they eating? You know, do you have a list of things that we can go and tick off and go, yes, I've eliminated my hair dyes. Yes, I've eliminated my deodorant. Have you done that? Have you got that for us? I've got women on the subscriptions. You can take a trial pack. You can have a monthly pack. Yeah. I've got a weight loss tea. I've can they email you? Detox. Yeah, they can email me and have a chat. You know, okay. I, I Lovely. it's funny. I have people call me or email me strange, strange hours. But now as for yeah. a list, that's a bloody good idea if you want to do one up. Okay, my friend, thank you so much for um, your entertaining, educational and inspirational time with me. Is there any final things you would love to share with the listener before we go? I need you to do a list. I've got an Excel spreadsheet with a list, but, you know, whoever wants to call me, call me or email me, whatever happens. I I will put all your details in the podcast notes so people can find you. And my last thing is if you are perimenopausal or menopausal, 
or you have a mother or a grandmother who would like to know more, just pop on to Elisa's website and you there's so much information there. It's fantastic. My love, oh, thank you. I do you. have a quick story. I want to share this with you about Mabus. She was 90 when she came into my life. She saw me on Shark Tank, uh, the show, and um, she suffered hot flushes, sleepless nights, dry vagina for like 50 years. She'd been in menopause. I thought it was my girlfriend's playing a joke. And she said, thank you so much for bringing out this tea. And I said, oh, that's all right, love. And she goes, you've given me relief at the end of my life. Mm. She goes, I have tried every pill, potion, motion for 50 years. And your tea is the only thing that worked. How gorgeous is that? That's a beautiful. Years of suffering. Yeah. You know, and now Mavis, well, she's probably in heaven now. Yeah. That was like, she was 90 then, unless she's 96. Enjoy menopause. Like, we're supposed to be built for this process. It's all just doom and gloom and drugs and, oh, I'm falling apart, you know. Mm. No, mm. you're not. Embrace it. Embrace Love your it. husbands and your girlfriends, whatever, and enjoy your life. Go out and and just do something different every day. You know, yes. life's short. Life is very short. And on that note, my love, done. I will say goodbye. Thank you so much for Bye. listening, everybody. And, Alyssa, I will see you very soon. I can't wait. Okay. You're going to be my success story. I'm going to, like, haunt you. <laughs> oh, dear. Stalk <laughs> you. All right, my darling. Thank you. Bye for Bye-bye. now. Bye-bye.